It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Industry leading. Difference making. Tomorrow shaping. World changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Good morning, TBV. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. Glorious Tuesday morning where we are back to discuss the heavyweight division. And uh, he's becoming one of the most hated heavyweights in the division uh is it because of his newfound stardom is it because of his connection to canelo alvarez and eddie reynoso or is it because he has the following and backing to come back after a loss and do a pay-per-view is he getting hate because he's taking Ariola out the grave is he getting hate because he's the next american heavyweight hope are people upset that maybe andy can be a two-time american heavyweight a lot of hate a lot of insinuations on social media that his newfound transformation may be some sort of a clenbuterol cocktail taken away from the hard work taken away from the fact that he stood away from the ring for over a year to actually cause this transformation to be real. But, Doyen Francis, what up, what up, what up, man? Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's good, my friend? 
Bullet, bullet, shout out to everybody out there, man. Whether they are yard or they are broad, big up your damn self. You already know what it is, man. Shout out to my Lord and Savior for another one. Because without him, none of this be possible, man. But we're very thankful this morning that we get up to get top boxing, man. Boxing, Andy Ruiz. He's linked up with Team Canelo. And uh, his transformation is uh, right before our eyes. We're getting the opportunity to see him uh, make those necessary transformations that could potentially get him back to being a heavyweight champion, which will make him a two-time heavyweight champion world. People might be, Ness, you forgot to add that, people might be upset at the fact that uh, he beat the fighter, or he beat most people's favorite fighters, so they might be upset about that too and say that he's taking drugs. Listen, Andy looks, well, his legs look to be in phenomenal shape. He has on a black t-shirt, so we can't really see the exact way he looks but he seems to be working he seems to be putting in the work we've seen some videos of of canelo ryan garcia oscar valdez andy Ruiz jr frank sanchez all working out together with the strength conditioning kind of doing a circuit workout so when you're in a circuit workout you, you the energy is high because you push each other you want to do as much as the other person did correct or incorrectness i i agree you know um it's always i guess more motivational to work within groups you know um a lot of uh, fighters do that. You know, you got the Robert Garcia camp. They work together. Uh, I don't know. So but how many. is it better when it's you're working with guys oh, that are at a higher pushed. level? When they're you're at getting... a higher level. Because yeah, remember, but... most of the guys, like when Pacquiao would run and stuff, a lot of those guys are not champions. A lot no. of those guys are just fighters but... that want to be. And he running with 20, 30 people. But no, if but... you're running with 50, 7 to 10 world champions, I mean, the energy got to be different to me. I I, I agree. I agree, um, but I mean Pacquiao's just a different person. Like yeah, no. <laughs> he did have, he did have uh, fighters running with them. Maybe they weren't champions at the time, but at I'm pretty time, sure some. Yeah. They turned have, out now. Yeah, some have gone to be champions, maybe lose it or retire, whatever yeah. the case may be. But uh, it, it definitely adds motivation, man, to be amongst some um, elite level fighters, and 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 you get to get a gauge like oh wow i wasn't doing that you know i was leaving after the heavy bag I right didn't, i didn't sit down and do you know ab work or go for another 15 minute cool off with the jump rope everything is different for everybody and uh, it can motivate absolutely but it, it ha that has to be in you you know you have to want to be better right like you have to want to get better yeah and uh then you'll start to realize where your deficiencies are but uh andy you know, um, look, he's got Eddie Reynoso in the corner, right? The, the the whole caption when this picture was released, and if you're not watching this on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice, where you should be subscribed already, getting that notification bell every time we go live, uh, head on over to YouTube now and check the screenshot, uh, or rather the thumbnail, and uh, look at the very uh, healthy legs of Andy Ruiz, which have caused the internet to, to, to go on fire. Now, this is the second picture, though, Francis. There was a first picture and video of him actually working out, and yep. you can get a glimpse of his legs, and that's what really got people up in an uproar, right? Like, even Michael Hunter's in the comments of his Instagram Live uh, of, of Andy saying... Send me... Your like leg regiment. The, the, the leg so this regiment, is the man. video right here. I'm screen sharing the video of Andy, and uh, this is the first piece of evidence that he put out where his knees were 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 visible, and uh, you know this really 
um, like I said, got people like, whoa, wait a minute. And, 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 and as you can see, he transitioned from one exercise to the other, doing a superset without any sort of uh, in-between time. So he's showing you, I am working. The body is transforming, but people still calling this Team Canelo Butterall. They're saying, look, this is this is only because he's with Canelo. This is only because that team can get Clem Butterall. Like they're diminishing his uh work and all the work that he did put in. But it's unfair though. The reason why it's unfair because Andy's always been the type of fighter that had this body. But you never paid attention to it. But now that he's gone to the team Canelo, and Canelo looks to always be in phenomenal shape. We see Oscar Valdez in phenomenal shape. We see Ryan Garcia in phenomenal shape. So it's only right for you now to start to pay attention to Andy Ruiz and see what type of shape he's going to get in, how his body does transform. And then, you know, people start to put the magnifying glass on. Oh, I didn't know his legs was like that. Oh, his calves is like that. Yo, look at his, his chest. He's losing his stomach a little more. He's getting a little more definition. Like, you know those type of things? Like, they become more evident now that he's working with somebody who people would like to feel is a known is is a is a cheater by Columbitero, which is Canelo. So it's a tough it's a double edged sword in my opinion. I mean what do you think from what you're seeing here from the still shots from the little bit of the transformation that we are able to see um do you think people are I guess exaggerating is there not that big of a difference in his body or do you see the transformation in Andy and you're expecting a new Andy come fight night in April? Because, uh, you know, Andy himself chose to say that, and I quote, it's official April 24th, we're back. 100 emoji, can't wait to show everyone the hard work we've been putting in. It speaks for itself. It pretty much lets you know that Andy is coming to show everybody that, yes, I messed up my last opportunity, um, but I came I joined with a new team. I'm putting in the work, and I want to show y'all. Now, the body, don't get fooled, people. The body isn't going to transform significantly. He isn't going to look like a bodybuilder overnight. Will he have more definition? Will he have uh, uh, less body fat? I would think so. I would think so if he's talking about the work he's putting in. Now, what do you say about those people that are, like, blaming, you know, Team Clembuterol? Like, oh, Canelo has access to the tainted meat. He's getting Andy some tainted meat. He's using Andy. Andy's using Canelo's chef and, and things like that. Like, um, are those just haters? Uh, or are those, I guess, uh, I don't know, those uh, concerns valid? Because they're concerns. Those, they're not. It doesn't all. It doesn't all have to be haters. It could no. be some, you know, normal boxing fans a little bit uh, concerned. Those people. Worried. Those people just don't understand how boxing works, and sometimes the information they don't have all the information to make those type of decisions. You understand? They're going off pure emotions. Now, do they have a right to? Yes, because Canelo was sought to have clobuterol in his system. It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm, in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. 
Explore Deloitte technology careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And he is connecting with Canelo's team. And looking in better shape, so but, if you do some, uh, if you do some simple addition, I mean, it would come up to the right number. But that is unfair to Andy and the work that he actually put in. in. That's yes. where I got a problem with it because the dude is actually showing that he's working. He's not playing. He's actually working. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It it, it just sucks that uh, this is where we are. That like, if you're putting in the work, um, you know. Y- you don't get the credit, yeah. You may not. You may not. But you know what? I don't know about you, man, but my mama always told me, man, show me your friends and I'm going to tell you who you are. You know what I'm saying? if you, mm-hmm. They say you're hanging around people who... who, who well, that's, who sti- but that's why we're having this show because exactly. they're saying to Andy, oh, you're well... hanging out you- with a known cheater. Exactly. <laughs> well, a guy exactly. that was... Yeah, apparently. They're cheated. looking at Andy and they're like, well, you're with him. Are you using anything? And uh, I don't know. Guilty by association. It's not like we don't live in America. It's not like we haven't. Well, you don't live in America. But it's not like we haven't seen this, uh, you know, happen in many other occasions for many different situations. It's just unfortunate that we know he's been putting in work for about a year. But he had to have known this going into it, though, that this is kind of far. This is a stain that's on Canelo's uh, career. Mm-hmm. And he had to have known when he's making his decision on which trainer he's going to choose. You got to know the reputation that comes with the trainer to choose that type of trainer. And that's that's fine, right? But but why doesn't Ryan Garcia, who's been on a knockout streak, get the same hatred? No one's saying he's having clenbuterol sandwiches or Oscar Valdez, who just got a knockout he wasn't supposed to get. Right. Everybody picked him to lose. Right. He gets a knockout he wasn't supposed to get. No one's blaming him. Nope. He lives in Mexico. He has a house there. He's got a zoo there. Like No one's saying he's eating clenbuterol milkshakes. Andy is getting the hatred. Is it because he's a heavyweight? Yeah, it's because he needs to... They wanted to see him look better from his last performance coming in super overweight. Mm. They're like, yo, we want to see you look better. But we don't want to see you looking too good now. Look good, but mm. don't look too good. If you look too good, we're going to ask you if you're getting some of them tacos. You know what I'm saying? Some of, the, some of that meat, however they eat it. So, um... But Andy Very has strange. access to Mexico, so... I mean, does he really need Canelo to do that if he needs to do it? Like, I don't really understand. Um, um, and being heavyweight, he doesn't have to make weight. What does, like, explain to me how will Clembuter help Andrew Ruiz? Um, so, Majir saying, how is it? Hey, didn't Ruiz Photoshop his pick against AJ's second fight? Just saying, everything ain't hate. Uh, I... Don't believe uh, Ruiz Photoshop. Um, according to Michael Hunter and some other sparring partners, before Andy left America, he was looking good. Uh, you know, they were sparring him. He was looking good. They said he gained that weight in Saudi. 
you know. Probably um, no training in the food, like the access and stuff like that. I mean, they were they were waiting on him hand and feet. Maybe you know all that service, <laughs> room service, and everything, getting yeah. getting thing everything at your beck and call. But I know we interview Michael Hunter because Michael Hunter was the one in the picture with him. Remember, and I'm, we we asked him like, yo. How long ago was that? Is this a fake? And he's like, nah, man, Andy was looking good before he left. Well, I was sparring him. So, you know, uh, that picture wasn't Photoshop. That's for sure. It's still floating around. And and you got to remember, you know, the, the other picture that's floating around, he's doing it from a, like a high angle. Like, you know, Instagram models do video from top to bottom because it, it slims you down. So Yeah, it doesn't give you, you the know. full silhouette. Uh, yeah, you know the 3D um, effect of all the, you know, what I'm saying the love handles and the little, you know, what I mean weight on the stomach. <laughs> but no, honestly, that's a that's a perfect way to do it. So you couldn't really get to tell. But oh, did shit. you did you see? Uh, is there any photos? Is there any videos of Andy Ruiz back in the day having this type of definition in his legs? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's debunk the haters, man. You know, uh, I put together a little side-by-side from 2013, and uh, I I connected it with yesterday's uh, leaked photo of Andy. And, uh, you know, it's pretty evident that Andy's always had good genetics in his legs, um, you know, because he's able to develop muscle fairly simply uh, in his legs, but uh, that's why he hit so hard, man. He generated all that power from his legs. So, uh, here, let me upload this here so that we can all just uh see it together. But it's um uh, pretty telling. Pretty, t- actually, do you believe it? Actually, it was a bit um, how what, what do I say? Like, uh, it was a bit disappointing. It was a bit this picture is a bit disappointing because. It says to me, well, damn, how much did he really work? If he looked like this without Eddie Reynoso and, and, and Canelo's strength and conditioning coaching, and as you can see here, the legs, we're only looking at the legs, which are both visible in both pictures, and you can see uh, he has the same exact muscle definition. The biggest issue is the tan that he's now getting, uh, you, know, uh, you know, making the definition look better. But it's still the same horse-like legs. Like, my man has big legs. This picture on the right is 2013. And this picture on the left was released in this during this week. So you can see that it's uh, it's always been there, man. He it just has. got a little more tan. Yo, <laughs> he got a little more tan. Genetically, though, That's massive, my man's legs are bananas. Bananas. <laughs> yo, his legs are crazy. People go leg days for months to get that, man. Months. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, uh, what we're doing today is just proving that He's Let working. up off Andy, man. Let up off Andy a little bit. He's definitely working, but uh, what you see isn't anything out of the normal. Uh, it, it, it's I think it's what you said in your opening statement. Like we are just paying attention now because it's Andy. So um, you know, Andy posts AJ win because before the AJ, we didn't we give did, a damn. Yeah, we didn't give a damn. Nah. We didn't notice. We didn't notice that he had some Listen, every likes. time Andy posts now, he getting upwards of 600,000 yes. likes, man, of views. Yes. Easy. Like, it's becoming easy to him now, man. Like, after this fight, 
I can see Andy's numbers jumping significantly after this Areola fight. If he put in that performance that he's supposed to, you don't think so? Yeah. yeah. Like, like for real, like, because people haven't seen him in the ring in, in, a, in a while. AJ's been out there already. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So for him to get back on people get to see, and you're going to see a comfortable, rich Andy Ruiz in this performance and in this walkout, this lead up to this fight. Don't you think so? Come on, man. Comfortable, absolutely. Yeah, like knowing who I am. I'm. I'm. Let, let me just get out there and do what I do. I think we'll see some sort of change in his upper body as well, though. Like, um, obviously, his legs look bigger on the left, but he's also in a different position. So you know, the thighs could be uh, more in a flex position because he's at a wider stance. But come on, now. but he does look slightly. More defined and, and 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 bigger in his legs than he does on the right in, back in 2013. And I think we're going to see a difference in his upper body as well because of the fact that, you know, that clip that he released. What, um, what was that? What was that? Like seven years ago? Yeah, man. Four Come years on, ago. Come on, man. I, I expect him to build I mean, some yeah, seven years ago. I expect him to build some muscle onto them legs, oh, man. Oh, is it eight? Eight. No, it's eight. 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 But, I mean, from that exercise that we showed where, uh, man, I forgot what's this called. CYP, help us out. That exercise, it, obviously, it's like for the traps and the and the chest. And then the other one, when he flips it, because it's a superset, he's working shoulders. I just feel like we're absolutely going to see um, more of a change uh, than we have in the past. And uh, we'll definitely get a change in that upper body you know, to match the legs. Uh, you can just see it in his work ethic. I don't know if you guys watched episode two and you said upwards of 600,000. This video four days ago has a million see? already. Already. Views. It's crazy. Um, and, 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 and counting, right? A million and counting. So, um, and everybody's in there. You got Canelo in there in the, in the chat, um, in the comment section, you mm -hmm. got Oscar Valdez. Like they, 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 they real team. They real team. Like they pumping you. In and out the ring to keep going, man, and to do well. And this is what I said when we were when we were deciding, or rather discussing, who should Andy choose. This is what I meant about joining this particular team that will give you this type of uh, promotional boost. Being around Canelo yeah. gets you more attention. Right. Canelo in your comments gets you more attention. Right, you know. Oscar Valdez in your comments. Being around Oscar is going to get you a different fan base. Me uh, Andy is Mexican-American. Yeah, he speaks Spanish and well. And he goes to Mexico and stuff. Yeah. yeah, all that is great. But at the end of the day, Valdez is tapped into a different type of Mexican. You know? It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Understand, and now those fans are crossing over, just like Ryan's fans. Everybody's in there mixing, and it's, uh, it's, 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 it's working for him, man. I mean, it's working for him, as you can tell. The social media numbers keep climbing. Uh, the the engagement and retention uh, of his posts keep doing well. 
and the rumor is he's coming back to a pay-per-view. If you weren't doing well... You wouldn't they, be on a pay-per-view. It's just that simple. They wouldn't take the chance with you. I mean, we, 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 we've seen that. Even though people are, you know what I mean, putting out things that I haven't seen to be true about, you know, why this is a pay-per-view. But nonetheless, it's on a pay-per-view. What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, no, I, I've been hearing in the YouTube media that uh, the, the reason why this is pay-per-view is because uh, Al and, and, and the team, is they don't have enough money to they run out. Either they blew the budget that they had, and, and they got to do pay-per-view to try to make it back, which doesn't make any sense to me. But um, I haven't heard any information about it from Showtime or from um, Al Heyman and PBC on Fox. So I don't know how true it is. Like putting Andy and Ariel on regular TV versus pay-per-view because... <laughs> They blew the budget. I mean, it's a new year. It's a new physical. What is it? Fiscal, fiscal year. year. So, yeah. like, they will obviously get a new budget. It's, right. It's, it's, it doesn't I mean, make any. Yeah, exactly. It's a debunk it. So, mm -hmm. but uh, honestly, there has to be some type of census or some type of survey that went out to, to for this fight to be on pay per view. Some they had to ask some the demographics who would buy this fight. Would you buy Andy Ruiz, Chris Ariola? That's how we end up having this fight right I now. I mean, I already said I'm going to buy it, and uh, I think it's a, it's a good fight. You know what I mean? Like, there's a market for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and even though people don't believe it, you and I were in Atlanta, and there was a 50-year-old heavyweight. Yeah. With I don't know how many losses, and he still had a fan base that physically came to the to, venue yep. to buy tickets and watch him. Yep. You know, and, and 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 obviously the promoter understood that he was uh you know had a fan base and was worthy enough to be their main event. You know what I mean? So everybody has uh, a market. Everybody has a fan base. Yeah. You know, it's it's about can you capitalize off that. It is. It is, CYP. It is. It is. You're not lying. I said the same thing. He had a bit of an undercarriage. That's what I call it. I agree with you. But his legs are still in phenomenal shape. <laughs> Absolutely. And, <laughs> and, 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 and for me, like, I'm just trying to see, like, yo, is, the, is that genetics? Because now that we prove, like, he's been able to look like this in the past... Is it just genetic? Like, how hard is he working? That's where I'm at with it. Like, how hard is he working? Because uh, those are genetics. You can see that that's genetic. So I want to see, you know, some other um, transformations, some other improvements. Because I've watched those two episodes, man, of him, you know, working out with that strength and conditioning coach. Let me tell you, man. It was no joke. That dude ain't no joke, man. He put those boys through a workout. He's pushing them. Yeah. He's pushing them. And um, I'm just excited to see what what is it? What is what is there? Like, I just read uh, Buatzi mm -hmm. is now training with Virgil Hunter. I'm excited to see. That's dope. When he left uh, his UK trainer. Looks like it, man. They're already wow. doing pad work. Shout out to London's Run Boxing. So, wow. um, I'm also excited to see uh, who's this? Oh man, oh man, oh man! Is somebody else just changed trainers, Who bro? That? It'll come back to me, man. But you know, that's those, been announced. Um, not because sure. I, because I know Julian left Breadman, but we yes. don't know who he went with. No, we do. Who I interviewed you weren't on the show, no. you know. I'm always working uh <laughs> Sugar Hill. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, Sugar Hill, Sugar Hill. Okay, J-Rock. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Crunk style. Crunk style. But, uh, you know, he was there before in the past. Was he? That's okay, what, I didn't know that. Sugar, not there, but, like, has, you know. Ties. Gone through there or worked there in the past. Mm. I'm surprised that Superbad didn't do that. Right? But that's because the father. Tony Harrison. But, yeah, but who, who you going with now, though? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so, you know, I'm excited for that. I want to see how that... How yeah, that, that one should be good. <coughs> they already <laughs> they already working together. But it was another one, man. It was another little new... New fighter? Not new fighter, but another little yeah. combination. Another trainer. Um, I have a well-known trainer. Well, I'm just being informed, uh, Parker, that's right, Parker left Kevin Barry, but I didn't know. After the far fight? After the far fight. What? Yo, where you been at? <laughs> Tra- tra- <laughs> traveling to the U.S.? Yo, no, listen, he left Kevin Barry right after the far fight, but now I'm being informed that, 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 that he's being trained by Andy Lee, so that means, you know, that possible crunk. Yeah. Possible Dang. crunk. Now, and let me tell you why that makes sense because Joseph and Tyson have already been boys. So it's like they we tight. ain't gonna, they Yeah, tight. they're not gonna fight each other anyway. And Joseph is nowhere near ready to get a Tyson uh Fury shot anyway. Dang. So he could work with him. Yeah. Yo, boxing is <laughs> boxing is moving around, yo. Yeah. But there's still those are not the ones I'm talking about. There's still another uh Union between fighter. I think we got our first guest. Let me double check here. Nah, fear. Oh no, this is not not fear. <laughs> Troy nah, King. Fear. What up, man? I thought you was uh my first guest here, but we got Troy King in the building with us. Francis, the praying man. What's happening? So Troy, man, we talking Andy Ruiz and and the fact that now the world wants to act like you know because his legs look a little bit toned up, he is on them clenbuterol sandwiches because he over there with, with, with King Nello, man. Man, that's clown business. We all seen the man work hard. Really not that serious. Come on, dog. Can anybody nowadays just work hard and get something out of it? Like, what is that about? Like, every time we on TV, somebody got to be on the juice or man, dude out there working hard. And that don't even seem like that's his type of personality, so. Wow. Um, But did you see? Like, have you seen? Oh, how diesel he is? Well, well, not really diesel. Diesel. It's just legs looking like. (laughs) Tree truck. My man looking like, he looking like he a motherfucking, yo. Him and AJ got the same type of leg. He got bigger legs than AJ. Bruh, you seen them legs, though? We got to do this comparison because AJ be having some action figure legs. I don't know. I don't think he's seen the legs, though. But, I mean, look, the truth is, even though the I've legs look crazy. He had the shorts up. Yeah. The quads yeah. is looking like Mount Rushmore. Pause. Dude is diesel, dog. I seen him. It means nothing to me because I've I seen bodybuilders. I his legs, to Troy. Just his legs. <laughs> Everywhere, else look, leg. everywhere else look like, some, like you know, the same weight. 
Yeah, Chubby. it's just legs. Like, what, what is the big thing? Let, <laughs> let's see what the abs look like with some shoulders, them biceps. I, nah, I think the shoulders, and that's what we was talking about. I think the shoulders and the upper body will demonstrate some sort of uh, transformation simply based off that last workout that he posted, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Andy uh, posted this workout where he was kind of doing uh, – and again, I'm asking somebody in the chat because I don't I don't do the lift weight lifting thing anymore. But I feel like this is for the traps when you got the curveball. They say trapping shoulders. On it, trapping shoulders. Yeah. Then then he supersetted it into a definite shoulder raise, right? Like like front so, shoulder extension. You know, and and that was yeah. without that, that was without that was without a a, a a a a rest in between. He actually did a superset. Now, yeah, did he do it for the gram? He did it for the gram. Hell yeah! But he still had to do it for the gram, like you know. But you were saying, yeah, I seen him on there doing them. Um, up they call upright rows. He was doing okay. upright rows, and then he superseted it with a front front lateral raise. So, like, I get it because I used to be doing that. But when he's trying to just do some reps, light reps, keep his keep his weight down, keep his heart rate up, you know what I mean? I get it. But I want to see the shirt off. Pause. Pause. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Cubs flex something. You know, I'm not a hater, dog. I just want to see Andy Ruiz be the best Andy Ruiz. Me too. But you I know think, what I'm saying? I think we get in that now. Yeah. Do you think we get in that now? Yeah, because Oscar Valdez didn't look bad, dog. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, Troy. I said, yo, why is, uh, you know, Andy, you know, being accused of clenbuterol milkshakes when... When Oscar just got a knockout, he wasn't supposed to get in. He with the same team. Ain't nobody saying he he did that because of whatever, whatever. But like Andy is getting this unfair hatred, yeah. uh, or, or 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 I don't know what you want to call it because they like yo, it ain't hate, Ness. So if it ain't hate, I don't know what the, you know. What, give, give me another word, but I feel like yo, he's getting some unfair, uh, you know, treatment. But but Francis made a great point and said, you know, um. What you said about the I'll tell you who you are about, about yeah, it. Yeah, no, know? my mom used to tell me all the time, uh, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. So the fact that he rolling with Canelo, he rolling with somebody who popped dirty for Clembiterol. So they go automatically, you know what I'm saying, draw to that conclusion. Well, yeah, but, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People say that all the time and they be like, well, if you tell one lie, are you a liar? Like, one lie? Like, are you known as a liar? Like, dude, just, dude, uh, Andrew Weed looked good to me, dog. He looked pretty cool. So, I don't know, man. Troy, we got our first guest. Yeah. Now, Fick, now, Fick you, you got any headphones there so that the, we don't get the feedback from, uh, you know, the talking and stuff? But how are you doing this morning? I don't, I don't think so. I'm in the car, so it should be fine. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. So, so how are you, brother? I'm straight. I'm straight. How are you? I'm good. I think you might have. Let me double check, but I think you might have turned that camera off. If you could just. My um, my dad called me. My fault. All right. Go. And if you can now turn it sideways, so we get the full. There we go. So, nah, 
Spear, what's going on? Uh, not much, man. I'm about to head down to the gym right now as we speak, so. So, uh, for everybody joining us, we're talking to Nafir Charles, and uh, he is a 6-0, 6-KO professional fighter. Um, Mr. Charles, where are you uh, based out of? Philadelphia, PA. Philadelphia, PA. Do you remember me at all? I was thinking about this all night. I was like, I'm going to ask him. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so you do. You know I was at your second pro fight. You got a knockout, but that's yeah. obvious because you got six of them. <laughs> Yo, so uh, I know I already asked you this back then. That was what September, I think, 2019. Um, I asked you this, but tell everybody else, man, for the audience listening around the world, uh, how'd you get the name Nafir? Because it almost sounds like a ring name versus yeah. your first name. Um, so my mom, she uh, when she gave birth to me, she uh didn't want me to have any fear, so she named me Nafir. But no fear. Okay. That's, that's, that's dope, so, man. So, so let me ask you something. Are you a morning person? Hold on. They asked me if I'm in the chat. You a, you a morning person, not fair? I'm a, uh, I'm an all-around person. Okay. You, you... Yeah, I do, I do morning, afternoon, all that. I just... I go off a of vibe, you know what I mean? So... It's pretty weird, but, you know... People get used to it. So, where are you based out in Philly? Uh, I'm from West. So, what gym is that? Where in West um, Philly? Oh, you mean what gym am I in currently? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm coming out of Kingdom right now. Uh, that's in North Philadelphia. Okay. Any, any, who's, who's the stable mates in there? Um, there's nobody really in there right now. It's kind of like a personal gym for me right now. Mm, a little so private. So, that's your gym? Okay. Pretty okay. much, yeah. Okay, so who you bringing in for sparring these days? Um, we had we had a few of Birdman, I said Birdman, uh, a few of Bradman's guys. Um, other than that, we really can't get too much work out of the COVID situation. Respectful of you know people's uh living habits and all that kind of stuff, we kind of just steer away into personal when we can we can like actually personally get into stuff. But we um we definitely we definitely um try and get more people to come on. Man, so you saying it's been hard for you to get work? It's not hard to get work, it's just you know, with the current situation, people aren't really they're open to sparring a lot more than they, they was back in like this time last year. But it's still people taking their precautions, you know. So, you know, I've I work with people like Hank Lundy and um I forgot. It was another dude. He's like, I think he's like twenty one, like twenty three and one. Um, I just fought. I just sparred with him for like, like two, three weeks straight. So, um, how was no, that? We not like. We never lacking in work though. How was that Hank Lundy work, man? He's a slick. <laughs> he's a slick vet, man. A lot of knowledge in that brain, man. He's been around a lot for a of while. Knowledge. He shows me a lot of stuff that you, you really, you really gotta pay attention to. And uh, I appreciate all the knowledge he gives me. You know, I like to take in a lot of the information that the older guys give to me because, you know, it, it truly means a lot. And, you know, the wisdom that I get from them is just stuff that I know I'm going to learn in the, in the future. So I'd rather know it now instead of just being, being forced to uphold it uh, later. 
later on the lines, you know? Definitely. So, not yeah. fair, man. You're scheduled to fight uh, April 3rd, it looks like, right? And yeah. uh, you've been very busy. I mean, COVID didn't affect you too much. You had three fights last year. That's that's That was that's pretty good, that's yeah. yeah. That's a lot for COVID. Like, that's kind of <laughs> the average for no COVID. For so, no COVID, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously someone, yeah. you know... Uh, so uh, young in your career, yeah. Yeah, maybe you wanted to get 10 in, but yo, I feel like three wasn't bad. How did you uh, perceive that? Like, you know, how was that for you, having three in 2020? Uh, we planned for like, like eight, and uh, a lot of them didn't fall through. A lot of people canceled. Um... I mean, I can't tell you the amount of the amount of fighters that we had. I mean, we had a lot of great records that we 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 love to go against, you know. And they was just like, no, we're not taking that kind of fight right now. So, um, I, I understand. It's understandable. Um, situations they want to build their record up, get a potential money fight, something like that. It's all good to me. I understand completely. Um, it was a few undefeated fighters in there. They said we we can go, and then two, three, two, three weeks into the fight, you know, stuff didn't go through. Here, dog, Troy King, bro. I came down to Philly a couple of years ago and met your dad at the Kingdom Gym. No, 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 at um, not a Kingdom Gym at um. The dad ball headed dog forgot because uh Greg Jackson was there. Uh, uh, the lawyer boys. Oh, you boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came down there a couple times. I'm with Bobby right now. What's good, bro? What's good, man? What's good? Ain't nothing. Yeah, man. I just wanted to say, man, I, I knew you was going to be here one day because I met your pop. You know what I mean? So just keep working. You know, alhamdulillah. Just keep the work going. Everything will work out, bro. I'm, you see I'm back in Philly because it's like I'm from Philly, too, even though yeah. I'm from Akron. So, man, I'm about to come down and get some work with you because I was supposed to I wanted to work with you that day. You was in the gym. You know what I mean? You fought at 35. Yeah. Get yeah. some work. I've been watching you from afar, so keep it up. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So now, Fed, speaking of fighting at 35, man, it seems like you've been taking fights during COVID at any weight you can get them. Is that what it's been, or you just been heavy? Nah, I, I take them wherever. I mean, we we've worked more strategically now because I took a fight at uh, I think fifty one, mm -hmm. and it, it wasn't really strategic because you know the dude was a lot heavier than what I'm used to. Yeah. But um, overall, we still got the game plan down. We, we still got the game plan down. Um, it, it was phenomenal work. At the end of the day, I body beat him. He had no answers for me, so um, strategically, we're just moving forward to 135 to 140, anywhere between there. Um, trying to get fights wherever we can, but I mean, we we keeping that around that range, that around that range from now on. So, uh, who's got in the career? Like, who's doing the moving and placing of these fights? So, I signed a advisory deal with Freeway Rick Ross. And uh, he's, he's been phenomenal help. I mean, I, I got to dedicate a lot of my, my current fights, a lot Wait. of my, <clears throat> not to mention these fights that's coming up. You said you signed an advisory deal with who? With Freeway Rick Ross. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, I got I to gotta dedicate a lot of my fights to him. 
Um, a lot of the wisdom to him. He he's definitely been getting me on the road, a lot, allowing me to move a lot faster than you know what I perceived. Um, we first started out. I was probably setting up a fight every month, and uh, it would never go through. I probably fought once or twice around that year, and it it, it really pissed me off. So much appreciation to him. Hey, Nafir, I wanted to know, um, real quick, how you doing? This is Francis from Canada, by the way. Um, what was that fight or fighter that got you into love in boxing? You said what fight or yeah, fighter got me fighter. into boxing? Yeah. My, um, my family. Hmm. And none of my family members are fighters. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um... My grandfather, he's a street fighter, and uh, that's pretty much it. All my, all my, all my older generation family, they fought, but it wasn't nothing on a serious level. But um, you know, I got into I got into boxing with my cousin a while ago, and uh, you know, being around him was just a lot, a lot for me at the time, and it really influenced me to do a lot more. My my father seen that that I had to drive for it. And uh, we learned to sport together um, since I was like 10. And moving on from there, we've just been knocking everything down, you know, achieving everything that we set, we set goals for. All right, so I'm going to ask you like this then. So then who would you say your fight style uh, emulates, uh, is similar to? Uh, probably Earl Spence. Mm. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I need to emulate uh, a lot more patient route. I feel like I, I rush it. I rush the shot a little bit too much. That's one thing I talk to about my team. But uh, moving forward, what do you mean you rush? What rush the shot? You said? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I, I moving forward. We gonna slow down. I mean, you see, you see my record. I then took a damn near everybody out in the first round. So, um, just taking a little bit more, a little bit more time. Not only to show the fans my my skill set, but to just. Um, just get the the ring experience myself. You know, I'm I'm in six fights now, and I probably have no more than seven rounds. Mm. You know, so you actually only got hey, seven Ness. rounds. Yes. Hey Ness, basically, basically what he's saying is, when he see the shot, instead of taking his time placing the shot, he's trying to hurry up and load up and throw it hard. When he coming forward, because, you know, in the early stages, you got to get them guys out of there because they don't belong with you. But as you grow in experience, bro, you got to start. I'm not saying carrying them, but you got to be like work. They're not there to beat you. So you got to yeah. be there working on certain things that you work on in camp in the fight. And I know that sounds crazy because it's supposed to be yeah. the finished product, but them dudes ain't really there to beat you. And that's the time where you're supposed to work your – skill set under the lights like you do in practice that's all he's saying like and he and sometimes when you do that you be it's not the amateurs and you get to move in way too quick maybe two steps ahead of yourself sometimes you might fall in sometimes instead of picking a body shot you might slap and load up you might throw the right hand and fall off balance because you're so eager to land it and it's just about learning how to step with the punches take your time and see things coming back that's all yeah, definitely. Hey, Nafir, I wanted to ask you another question. Um, yeah. We we all know that, uh, well, for some people, don't know, but most people know that a team, you're only as good as your team that you surround yourself with. 
I want you to speak a little bit of, about how important your team is to you. And also, while you're at it, just let us know what was the biggest thing that you have taken away from Rick Ross, your advisor. Freeway Rick Ross. Okay. Um, My team is definitely important to me. Phenomenal team, by the way. Um, My strength conditioning coach, Wendell Chavis, he was um, he was, uh, he did a lot of work with uh, Bernard Hopkins. Um, he he's at my door damn near every morning, 4 a.m. We get our runs in, 30-degree, uh, 20-degree weather. Regardless, we're going to get it done. Um, love his dedication to the sport, not only to the sport, but just to the motivation to get me up every morning, do what I got to do. Um, you know, my, uh, my coach, Ivan Robinson, phenomenal coach also. I mean, he, he's given me so much experience and, and wisdom from a lot of the fights he's been in, and uh, I can't thank him enough for it. And my father, you know, my father, I mean, it, it, it comes to the question, what has my father done for me, you know? Like, he he takes in a lot of this stuff. We didn't, we came into the sport at the same time, and we didn't know anything. Like, we, we knew nothing about the sport, and to be where we're at now is, is unheard of. And uh, about Rick hey, Ross. Ivan, Ivan, Ivan Robinson, your coach, did he, did he um, beat Arturo Gotti twice? Yeah. Yeah, I know who that is. He got he had the high top fade kind of, man. He could box, dog. He got a good coach, bro. I know exactly who that is, bro. Because I remember when he first fought Arturo Gotti, Arturo Gotti had no idea the dude was going to box his ears off like that. And he could punch a little bit. And he could punch, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. kind of like, it was like a big 140. How tall is he? He's a little bit shorter than me. Okay, he, he, he looked at like well, he was bigger than Gotti. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah. damn, you got a good coach, bro. Keep keep it up. Yeah. But yeah, so what what did you take away from Rick Ross real quick? Like in a conversation right or um in any situation, like the impact he's had on you so far? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff he gives me is is a lot of wisdom, um, from not only a boxing aspect but a business aspect. I mean, he, he takes in a lot of information on a daily basis. And uh, I appreciate everything, a lot of that, for him being able to share that with me. Um, I know he doesn't have to. You know, some people can just be on that type of time where, you know, I signed this kid. All I got to do is give him, you know, give him the fights that he asked for, and then I don't have to say shit else to him. He calls me every morning, make sure I'm all right, make sure I'm, I'm mentally stable. He uh, lets me know what his moves are. He lets me know that I'm his partner and not someone I'm just signed with with him. Um, it's a lot of personal stuff that I know he doesn't really have to do, but he makes sure he includes me in a lot of it, and, and I appreciate it. All right, so my, my final two questions that I that I got to have you, got to ask you to, it's one of those questions, you know, they're fun, and um, uh, answer them to the best of your ability. So the first one is, when you are running or doing your conditioning work, uh, what type of music do you like to listen to? And does that music change pre-fight before you're about to go in the ring when you're in the locker room? Um, I listen to a little bit of rap, a little bit of uh, R&B and soul, mostly R&B. Um, I'm more of a person. I listen to everything. You know, I listen. I throw a little country in there. Um, I throw a little rock and roll in there. Um, I really like to to switch it up every now and then, um, but nothing nothing truly in specific. Um, before a fight, 
probably some intense music. Some some intense get me going, get me thinking straight. Um, a lot of emotional music too. Stuff that I know um, means a lot to me, not only from like my family, but like you know uh, stuff that I listened to as a child, knowing that I was around people that I know looked like saw me in the sport and wanted me to go far. You know. All right, and my final question I gotta ask you is, what is your pre-fight meal, and what is your post-fight guilty pleasure? Like, I got to have it when I get out the ring. Um, pasta. Mom, my mom, every every before every fight, I know my mom makes a, a big old bowl of pasta and meatballs for me. Um, and after I probably take a Pedialyte. No, mm-hmm. after the fight. After. No, after the um the win. No, no, no. Right? I'm talking about after the fight. After the fight. After uh, you fight. After the fight. Yeah. What is your post-fight guilty pleasure? Like something you can have during camp and whatnot. But when you get out of the ring, like you got to have it. All right, cheese steak. Cheese steak. Yeah. Well, now, fair. We got one question here from the people. Let me refresh. It looks like Ruin of Five Hundred Four says any word on who you'll be facing next? Because it is scheduled for TBA on Box Red. I couldn't tell you. The uh, like like I said before, a lot of times we had to switch people in at the last minute because people would be calling up. People would just oh, I broke my leg or I got into a car accident, some dumb shit that makes them not allowed to fight anymore. So I, I never really go off of who they tell me for the first time. I prepare for it, but if it doesn't happen, I'm always prepared to switch it up. You know. Well, uh, give everybody your social media yes, for those that aren't following you can do so. And I want to thank you, obviously, for taking out the time to come on the show and talk some boxing with us and update the world on uh, everything that is not fair. Charles, we would love to get you back on as soon as you do know the name of your opponent uh, so that we can let the world know. Yeah, my uh, social media is uh, on Instagram. It's not fair. Charles, N-A-F-E-A-R, Charles. C-H-A-R-L-E-S. No spaces. All right. Now, fair man, thank oh, you so I much. I already follow you. Appreciate it, man. I already follow you all. I'll probably, if you be in the gym today, um, I'll probably hit your DM and see where you at. Come check you on Pops Out, see what y'all doing. Appreciate it, man. Here we are. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank now, you. fair Charles, thank you once again. Up-and-coming prospect, contender, looking to take over. Um, listen, we're gonna go shout ahead. Out, and, shout out to the North. Shout out to North and, Philly, uh, Frankfurt, Southwest, East. You know what I mean? Philly is a very, very, very nice place to be, and I understand why they call it the city of brotherly love. Because ever since I've been here, dog, my homies been, well, my new homies, man, just been taking care of me, making sure. I'm comfortable, you know what I mean? And I'm cooking for, for my man, his family, showing him how to vegan diet. <laughs> my man said, damn, you really chefing it up. Like, I really got whip game. My wrist can contort a way that people can't even contort their wrist. You know what I'm saying? And my whip game is crazy. So, you know, he getting work with Hank Lundy, he going to be all right. Because Hank Lundy, if he fight like Earl and Hank Lundy, a slick fighter, that's going to be good for him because Hank Lundy don't have to be set to punch. Word. You know what I mean? He, he, he just – he could punch off being square, being right, or left-handed. So – and if you're a strict come forward fighter, that's going to be good work for Nafir. So, you know, just keep it up, man. Shout-out to Philly. Shout-out to Kwa. 
Yeah. What's his name? LP. L, what's his name? LGP Qua. Shout out to LGP Qua. Real quick, we're going to get to these callers and, uh, you know, wrap it up. We're going to be on drive-by mode. We're going to see Mike Polite Coffee in about 10 minutes. Uh, and we got to hit the, the, the road for this nice three hours. So, yeah, we working, man. Going out. Where y'all, to, where y'all going? Uh, Orlando. Mike. Y'all moving around. Who y'all think y'all is, though? We're going to see, uh, you, you, since you, you in Philly... We going to see the dude that beat my man from Philly, Damani Rock. Remember that fight? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember. Y'all going to have to hit me for that one. I want to. Damani Rock versus Mike Polite Coffee. So we going to see. Uh, I said that. Where the, the A side? <laughs> Where the A side? Let me get to the callers. Remember, we on drive by mode. So, you know, no chatty patties. The champ is here. Red belt, black belt, W-O and green. I'm king. Undisputed goat, TBE. And you can catch the news first on TBV. Voice of the people, people, now let me speak. Scientists of the sweet, B-O-X-I-N-G. Yo, what's up, Boxing Voice? What what's up? happening? What's happening? I ain't nothing. Y'all can hear me good. Yep. Yeah, so I got some bad news, man. He about to be like, I got some bad news. I'm going to beat Francis up on Saturday. Come on, That's bro. what that news is, baby. That's what that news Can't fool is. me. Except for that ass whooping. You know, it's coming. So <laughs> now you ain't got to worry about whether or not you're going to get your ass Yo, whooped. Yo, y'all got to see his face. His face, he had the long grill like stuck. It just, it just kicked <laughs> in like, shit, now I got to fight. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you said you're going to be here, man. That's good. That means everything's going to fulfill the way it's supposed to. I love it. Yo, yeah. Francis got yeah. some big it's cheeks. Go like That's I a said. big target on his cheeks. <laughs> That's anyway, what's up, man. Like I call. say, uh, mm. yeah, I'm a... Uh, is you know it's business as usual with me, man. I'm, I'm just excited to see y'all, man. Touchdown with all my TBV family. Like I said, I should get there. It'll probably be early Friday morning, you know, like uh, 6, 7 a.m. Shit just got uh, real. Shit just got real. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I really 11, 12 o'clock, 11, 12 o'clock going to be there. We on drive-by, champ. Yeah, we got to go. Uh, Coach Myers, talk to us. Meyer, uppercut. Pop, pop. Yeah. Yo. You hear me? We hear you. We hear you. Hey, what? Hey, what's the topic, man? I've been slacking. Uh, we had an interview with Afir Charles, uh, up and coming 135 pounder, and we also were talking about Andy Ruiz's leg transformation, showing that it's genetics. Uh, back in 2013, his legs looked the same, except not as tan and slightly, slightly, slightly less bulky. Slightly, <laughs> slightly. <laughs> Like super slightly. I mean, I mean, we all we all know Andy had the uh, skills. It's all about his uh, his physical appearance and uh, if he got the drive to, you know, want to be better. So it looks good. I mean, besides that, I mean, I'm just waiting to see what he does in the ring. But besides that, I still got high hopes for Andy Ruiz. But that's my call. All right. We got Mr. PBC 
And remember, we are on drive mode, drive by mode. We have to get the Mike Polite call. Mr. TPC, baby. Watch the words I come. I'm the flyest Canelo talking about he believes he can win. Go to my kitchen. Get the sharpest knife. Don't give me nothing. Fuck up the bullshit up. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PC, baby. Yo, yo, yo. Um, shout out to Anne Louise, man. Uh, Anne Louise. Um, the new body. F- <laughs> The new body transformation is uh, pretty dope, I guess. Um, I guess he's feeling like he needs to work hard since he's working with Canelo. I can't wait to see him versus uh, Chazor. Not really, that's my call. Yo, what's in your cup this morning? <laughs> <laughs> he said versus Chazor. Trade to Bay. Just listening, man. All right. All uh- right. We going out to the dude to pick Andy to win. Get your ass in the ring. Hey, no, man. Boxing like this. Boxing Daddy. 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 Boxing Shout out to everybody. Hey, friends, I just want to say to you and Stainless, y'all are my second fight I'm trying to see. Shout out to Two Belt Tank. But uh, Stainless coming, that thing just got even crunkle. Uh <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Man. Oh, Andy Ruiz, man, that man just doing his work. Shout out to y'all. Stop hanging on that man. Everybody always hanging on somebody. Show some love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all stay up. Yeah, y'all about to see a show for real. <laughs> uh, we going out to Antonio in Albany. What up? Not earthquake. We going to the gym. I'm not shadow boxing. Just on a topic, real quick, man. Yo, um, yo, I'm pretty sure um, boxing can take Creed too. And yo, and I'm pretty sure Canelo and Valdez are like in his ear every fucking day, working his ass off. You can easily get in shape, girl. Like people in 2021, you can easily get in shape, folks, every fucking day. Word. You get down on your fucking on the floor, push-ups, whatever, sit-ups or whatever, man. Just. And you in the gym, yo, just fucking get in shape, yo, people. It's easy, bro. Yo, it's going to be a good year for a Ruiz. And uh, Reynoso is going to be training of the year again, 2021. And, uh, man, yo, Tina, Tima, Reynoso, man. You got to be it, bro. All right. Oh, yo, yo, real quick, yo. Real... Sorry about that, brother. We are on drive bo- by mode. We do got to go. We got a gym to get to. Looks like we got a super chat from Jordan Carter that says, I need an interview soon. I need an interview soon. So he's going going professional. We got Noel G in Dallas says, Andy feels the pressure. Everyone in his team is winning. Nobody wants to be that guy in the team that kills the winning momentum. Hashtag still not pay-per-view fight. Exactly. Exactly. That was a good last two points. Were very good points because if you a perfect, that's why I be saying about these professional athletes and little man grabbing oranges. Um, I feel like background Troy, man, my bad dog. These are my little nephews, they is three of them, it's three boys, and they they run, they tearing it up. Troy in the, the daycare center. Kid, yeah. He the daycare center right now, man. Wow. Dog, I'm not at home, so like, but no, Andy Ruiz, like, he a professional athlete. How hard is it to be in shape right wow. now? Like, especially with the bread he got. Yep. Yeah, like at this point, like, 
if you on steroids, that means you really not in shape mentally or physically because yeah, mentally more than physically. Yeah, we. Yeah, that means mean you you worry you worry because with all that bread, man, all you gotta do is like get your get your chef, get your nutritionist, which you already have. Yo, listen, he don't even gotta go that far. He could actually like like go a cheap route. Like not saying Andy needs to because obviously he's a multi. But what I mean is a person that has. A decent amount of money, they could get those meals. Just have them shit sent to your Meal house. Prep, like, yep. Yeah, and you ain't got to worry about nothing. And, but let me get- and come on, man. He listen, man. You can't tell me that. Look at Andy Ruiz's family, man. You can't tell me no any family don't know how to cook, man. Mm-hmm. You crazy. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? But 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 be when able to do Andy, what he needs healthy though. When I met Andy, he had a chef. Okay, it's all about the chef. You know, Make not sure to- not cooking the wrong things. But he had a chef with Look, him. I need more chicken. No. Well, actually, I wonder now if that chef is still with him because that was the Robles team. Mm. Mm. Canelo them has a chef, though. Got sure. to. <laughs> Got to. He inherited Canelo's strength and conditioning coach. That's a maze. Uh, Who's next? Stainless Boomerang. Nothing. Boomy. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. I don't even know where that. Drive by. I lost that shit. Oh, here you go. Drive by. I turn that up. Let's go. Let's see. Coach Myers, Boomerang. Drive-by. Nah, I ain't got nothing. You keep the show moving. Davidian. Drive-by. Yo, what's good, Boxing Voice? What up? I don't know. I'm just... Not much. I'm just... I just got on. But uh, I can't wait to see Andy Ruiz do his thing. You know, he look in good shape. And yeah, that's my call. God bless y'all. All right, right, ladies and gents, we'll be back later on. Uh, We're going to head out to the gym of uh, Mike Polite Coffee. You know, hopefully we get there 12-ish, no traffic, probably more like one. But, yeah, uh, you know, we hope to get some good interviews and and footage with them for you guys to enjoy. And uh, I'll be putting out a post right now. I'm grabbing the phone and doing that now so that you guys can ask uh, Mike Polite any questions you may want. And uh, we'll do our best to get them answered for both he and his trainer. I don't know if I have a picture of his trainer. Hopefully I can find one and then do a separate post for his trainer as well. So I want to thank everybody that joined us. And, uh, yeah, man, catch us on the next one. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're on the hunt for the next goal. 119,000, man. We're on, we're, we're, that's where we're going. We're going 119,000 this time. So, uh, you know, tell a friend and tell a friend that we need that support to reach the next goal. Uh, Francis. Yeah, my man. We need 130,000. We need 130,000. We need 130,000. You got to have 130,000. 13 is a holy number because one and three is four. You start your, you start TV. We got a good foundation. So you, you build a house on a good foundation with a square side. And that's Ness. Ness is the square man. He's a good man. So we just need 130,000 so we can put that one and three and make four. Now we, we know we starting TBV off in yeah, 2021 yeah, yeah. on a good, solid foundation, a square block. You feel me? So follow me at Killertainment on Instagram, Troy Killertainment King. Y'all be safe in um, Orlando. You know what I mean? I'm going to pray for y'all. Um, I'm going to make an intention to pray for y'all. I'm going to do a law. And shout out to Francis, my Rasta. You done know. Shout out to you Troy done King. Know. Shout out to Your Troy. Choices, <laughs> man. Yo, man. Shout out to everybody. You know where to find me at, man. It's the one and only Francis, man. Catch you on the next one. Peace, y'all. Yeah. I still can't have my stuff.
Hey, just to let you know, I'm an I'm a Nigerian, Egyptian, and Nubian, and uh, in our religion, we got the Ra too. The Ra is the energy of God, so I know what a Rasta is. I know what a Rasta. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, shout out to you, blessings, man. Y'all have a good blessings, one, man. Blessings. Stay blessed. Be good, Peace. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.